Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Welcome back and thank you for joining us here on Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Podcast that looks at your favorite horror horror um, comic books, movies, and and uh, eventually we're going to get into some horror games. I, I'm, I keep saying that and hopefully we'll get to something like that pretty soon. But... Um, we're here on um, Saturday morning, just doing some horror news. Horror news number three, and with me, as always, Greg. Hello. And David. Hello. And uh, guys, how are you guys? How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Second cup of coffee coming this way. I'm doing good. Just so you guys know, if um, if some of our references don't make sense with what. The next episode coming on with we're recording this episode at the same time we're recording with the episode that followed so double episodes double episodes yeah we're gonna get an episode this week another episode next week um rare for that to happen but it happens it's <laughs> happening so yeah guys um we wanted to get just to catch up on a lot of horror news because we've been um out of commission for what a uh, month and a half now yeah just a tad we've been yeah. shut down yeah. <laughs> the the government shut us down. Yep. <laughs> no, no podcast. Sorry, guys. All our fundings were taken away. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, a lot of stuff coming out, man. A lot of a lot of um, different projects that are going to be coming out. A lot of different movies and games, like we said before, comic mm-hmm. books. Um, mm-hmm. Just a lot of different things. Um, so. I'm going to ask David to bring up our first topic that we'll be talking today. Yeah. So um, if you're listening, when you're listening, we're recording this on January 25th. And it's important for you all to know that because today a lot of stuff is coming out on this cloudy Saturday. Um, Resident Evil, the sequel to the video game, it's called Resident Evil 2 is coming out today. Um, so we're fans of that get excited, but also in other resident evil news, uh, Netflix and them are pairing up for a TV series to come out, um, following in that franchise and no production has started yet or no new casting has been released, but they are in production mode. And it is said that the same German company who's been making the video games and movies mm-hmm. are set to also do that. Is, is this going to be live action or is it going to be animated? Um, no, no yet. Ah, because I mean, like either way, I mean, the movies and stuff like that have, have been great. But I can I could imagine if they if they went like the Castlevania route. Yeah, and this would be great that you bring that up, Greg. This would be Netflix's second video game adaptation after Castlevania. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that that's animated. That's a solid show if you haven't watched it. <laughs> And this is a huge pickup for Netflix because those Resident Evil um, series made $1.2 billion overall. And that's because that was very, very um, loosely based on the game. Right. Yeah, I think this is supposed to be a lot more faithful to the game. That'd be cool. So, yeah, and then you said the, re- the part two, the remake, right? It's it's, it's a direct remake of um, the, the original sequel? Yeah, so the video game that came out today, so literally... Today, it's coming out um, for video game platforms. Is the sequel to the original one that came out um, originally in the '90s? Now, from my understanding, they updated the graphics, and I think they even um, 
I think they even did some voiceovers over again, right? Yeah, it's staying pretty uh, similar to what happened with the first one. Mm -hmm. um, the story. Um, this isn't just a like updated graphics. This is actually a whole new game that they did, just but following the same plot line. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, two cool. college students are trying to escape from Raccoon City during the zombie apocalypse. Nice. Cool, cool. See, and when when I heard of the reboot or remake or whatever, I was thinking that it was going to be the exact same game, exact same characters, and they're just updating the graphics, but that doesn't seem to be the case. No, it looks like um, they're doing a full-fledged uh, remake of this thing. Nice, cool. Okay. I remember, I remember uh, playing that game and uh, being scared the crap out of uh, <laughs> walking down long dark hallways with hands coming at you right right <laughs> i i hope oh. the soundtrack for the game is really good i know that uh um the, another podcast soundtrack alley covered the uh the game's soundtrack uh and the, the scores that were used in it and they're very thematic for for stuff so i hope that they they continue to use that i'd be interested to see that because it, it really drew out the uh the story in a sense you know cause sometimes you know music definitely sets the mood so when you're playing playing resident evil in the dark at night and you're sitting on a bucket uh have an accident uh, on a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack definitely adds to the moment it looks frightening i'll say that that's good that's good um also moving on today um if you have nothing to do on your saturday there's a new horror netflix movie um it's called polar um, and it's based on the Dark Horse comic book with the same name um, by Spanish comic book artist Victor Santos. And it's about this um, assassin who is recently retired, but he's pulled out of retirement because all of his former clients, if you will, are looking to kill him. Oh, the killer becomes the killed. And that, that's the one that's starting uh, Mads, Mads Mikkelsen, right? Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen is the the guy playing the assassin, and he was in Hannibal, Doctor mm -hmm. Strange, and for this research, yes, I did watch Rihanna Rihanna's "Bitch Better Have Your Money" because he is in that music video. Ah, uh, he's um, in Star Wars as well. Yeah, Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, he was, uh, the dad. Yep, that's cool. That's I, I like the the concept. Sounds interesting. So like he he's. He's the assassin that is now hunted by his his previous clients for for some some reason. That we'll find yeah, out when we watch this, and go back and look at the comic because the the movie itself looks phenomenal and really well done. But the comic, like the way Victor Santos puts it together, is is equally as scary. Very cool. I feel like I like I I I missed that that comic, so I feel like I, I'm missing something from my life now. Now <laughs> I, I I appreciate that you brought this to my to my attention. <laughs> On uh, other um, Netflix news <clears throat> or other views, did you all watch uh, Bird Box? No. Well, okay. So we were going to, and then uh, <laughs> you uh, no. Well, yeah, I got totally scared. I was like, ah, no. You didn't take off your no. blindfold, Greg. I did. I I did the challenge with the movie. I so I heard it, but I didn't see it. I did. I do it right or wrong? Well, I, I think the movie is only what the only reason you're supposed to take off your blindfold. Oh, did you watch it, David? Yeah. <laughs> I've heard all the memes about it, but no, I have not watched it. Yet. <laughs> okay, well, I won't. I won't. I won't um, 
spoil it for you guys, but uh, it's a it's a good good watch. Um, I I would really want to hear what your guys's uh, thoughts are of it later on. I guess at another time. <laughs> was was I, I'll ask this: Was the ending something that they didn't see coming? <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty much. It was um, all along. <laughs> More Netflix news. Have either of you read the Dark Horse comic book Umbrella Academy? Yes. No. Um, <laughs> well, if you haven't, you should. It's phenomenal. Um, it's by Gerard Way and Gabriel Ba. And Gerard Way, for some of us young millennials, was um, <laughs> the front runner to the band My Chemical Romance. Um, and so he transitioned from that band to making comics for um dark horse and now he's the head guy for dc's um imprint young animals um mm-hmm. but the umbrella academy was a huge eisner award hit but now has just gotten a netflix series um and it's starring ellen page and mary j blige and it comes out on february 15th and the trailer just came out um this week and it looks amazing that's it's gonna be that's gonna be a fun watch i think to see that uh adapted and and turned into that because following the comics was was a fun read yeah i mean it's kind of like uh the school aspect meets lost orphans mm-hmm. um but end of the world apocalypse definitely like all the all the different things that you you're like oh this would be good this would be good this would be- for the most part if, if it's horror and netflix related i'll i'll give it a shot because it's very rare that they've actually let me down yeah we were talking about that in just recording netflix has done a really good job of like catering to the horror fans mm-hmm. I, I, like i said um they just well not even not only just netflix but even um horror in hulu and horror in amazon prime they have a yeah. bunch of it now yeah i wish they were as um great at at sorting it and being easy to find as it is in netflix but um, yeah, if if it's a Netflix original, I'm most likely going to watch it. I'm hoping to start the Ted Bundy tapes. I think what it's called. I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Um, today, so hopefully I can get at least the first couple episodes done. Um, that looks freaking awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I there's there's the right now there's nothing that can turn me away from horror on Netflix. That's good. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's just it's. Like we said before in the previous, it was it's just nice that the that the content is getting out there for for folks, and it's such like like we talked about before, uh, and and we'll probably continue to talk about the genre. The the genre is large, but there's different pockets for everybody, and I think each one of these different services has has done a good job in uh, in pulling those pockets. You get you get some funny stuff, you get some dark stuff, you get some thriller stuff, you get some slasher stuff, and these are all. Well, even like Shutter, Shutter has yeah. a lot more original content now, and maybe we can jump into that one of these days and and review one of those those episodes. Yeah, that'd, mm-hmm. be, that'd be good. Uh, and I don't know what you guys think about like this crossover between comedy and horror, but I feel like as of recently, a lot of comedians have come out and started to really create some amazing horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, actually on Christmas Day, Jordan Peele, who made Get Out. And who was on the sketch show Key and Peel released his new trailer for a scary movie called Us. Mm-hmm. That he, he, I think, is starting to become one of the most sought out horror movie um, directors and produ- producers because yeah, sure not only not only Us, but he's also going to be doing um, Twilight Zone. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or CBS, um, was it All Access? Yeah. Which is the only thing that really is upsetting me is that it's going to be on All Access. On All Access, because... and it's like, one more service? I know, <laughs> yeah. but I have to see the new Twilight Zone if he's doing it. Yeah. yeah but he's also been tapped to, uh, I don't know if he's going to direct, but he's going to produce um, Candyman remake. Ah, uh, interesting. So. That could be cool. That, yeah. that was a definite uh, touch note in my youth. Watching that, the bathroom scene is. <laughs> well, see, I don't. It, it's it's a look. Might, might be a remake or might be a reboot. I'm not sure because uh-huh. different different websites say one says remake, one says reboot, um, gotcha. and one says sequel. So <laughs> I don't know what what's coming up. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I can see him doing pretty well with that. Yeah. Uh, Candyman was the because like I, like I said before um, in previous episodes, my mom is what got me who got me into horror. Yeah. She loved horror. And um Candyman was the only one that she's told me that gave her nightmares. Uh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> yeah. She, she said that she she uh, had a dream that he was floating over her like in the movie or he's oh. floating over uh, I forgot the name of the um the, the uh character. But she's in the in the hospital bed and he's just floating above her um in the first yeah. movie. She, she said she got scared the crap and she still watches that every single time it comes out on TV. Yeah, but she yeah. goes it scares the crap out of me every single time. Well, the actor that that played him, Tony Todd, is just a he his his presence on screen and just everything. Just his voice. Character. Yeah, he's just very commanding and very like he definitely put the fear in you. <laughs> well, come on. he he was ju- it was just his voice on the Flash was playing Zoom, uh-huh. and just the voice itself was was, was um, horrifying. I mean, the the reveal at the end of the uh, at the end was not that great, but the voice acting the voice, on that yeah, was awesome. yeah yeah. yeah. I, um, as for, for us, like watching the trailer, I watched it when it dropped and I was like, yeah, this, this, this is nice. I like the, uh, the, um, the idea and the concept. And I think it goes hand in hand with what we're talking about where comedians are, are jumping into horror, uh, because the, the trailer shows a, a mirror image of a family. And that is definitely the way that horror and comedy are. They're, they're two halves of the same whole, right? Yep. Yeah, right. Cool. Like the comedy genre, the roles of comedians is to like hold up a mirror to society and make you laugh at yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, like um, but, even what's his name? Um, what what is his name? He came out in the remake of Psycho, Vince Vaughn. Oh yeah, he started off more as a serious actor, but he just didn't really connect with people, I guess. So that's why he turned into to com- comedy. So it goes the other way around too. So when does um when does us get released? Do you know? Um, us the trailer came out on December twenty fifth, so it's quite the Christmas treat. Um, and then the actual release date is March twenty second. Oh, nice, nice. That's not too far from me from here. Yeah, and the trailer is frightening. Or the trailer is frightening, but so is the movie poster. Um, and I feel like also in the same vein as comedy, Jordan Peele knows like how to get you with like a single image. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poster for those who haven't seen it is just like a person in a red robe wearing like almost Mike Meyer gloves without the spikes, just holding a pair of like golden scissors. Um, and then there's not a lot of information on this. And I don't know how the two of you felt or if you read it growing up, but Todd McFarlane is doing some serious talking and getting financed for his new Spawn movie. What's Spawn? He wants 
uh, Jamie Foxx. So these two have been confirmed, even though production hasn't started yet. Jamie Foxx will be Spawn, and Jeremy Renner is going to be Twitch. Hmm. Do they have a already have a script? Do you know? Um, I know Todd for sure has a story in mind of what he wants. <laughs> but I mean, like as far as approved approved script right from the studio, there's there's nothing that's been. That's no. Come out. He wants it to be as R as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that's what I've heard. <laughs> he said Venom didn't take it far enough. Um, <laughs> uh, but he has no studio that will back him up yet. Uh, he said if he was said he'll take anybody <laughs> to make it happen. I know he's been talking for years and years and years, and I'm just um, I'm hoping that when it finally does come out, that it's not overhyped or he's overhyped uh, it yeah to the point where you're like oh, this is what we've been waiting for and then you get it and you're like oh this is just just off what i had imagined yeah, <laughs> yeah. i love his pencil work but as far as studio work he tends to be a bit of a hype man because i remember he was he was even hyping it a couple of years ago when there, were, there was nothing at all like you no, none of the studios were even looking at it and he he's been like I said he's been doing it for a couple of years trying to get it re rebooted and I I do not <laughs> I have not seen anything come up after that. Um, I did hear that Jimmy Jamie Fox was going to be in it. Um, would you say what else is going to be in it? Uh, Jeremy Renner. Okay, so uh, yeah, so Hawkeye. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if these two actors can hold up a comic book movie. No, <laughs> Jamie Fox couldn't really hold up Amazing Spider-Man Two as Electro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think they're great. I think they're both. They're both good. They're they'll both be. They'll both be good. What I'll do is I'm just gonna go in expecting disappointment and hopefully come out really happy. Come <laughs> out feeling like it was the best thing ever. <laughs> so well, when, I think uh, the are starting to believe him now. Um, last thing, I'm starting to believe him a little bit more because since he was kind of the he is the creator of Venom and the. Whether you like it or not, I have mixed feelings on it. But the Venom movie was like financially really successful. That people are starting to like take him more on his word of making another movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, if they make another one and they make it more in line with the vision that that maybe he had, or in uh, you know bring it a little, just go to that limit that he was saying it didn't hit that you know that that cross that threshold of darkness, then maybe um, you'll get the the fans will get the the Venom that they're they're they've read for so many years i I hadn't seen the movie so i can't really talk to it the problem was that studios want to do a lot of pg-13 because it gets a lot of bigger audience um because you mentioned halloween was so great at being with the rated r yeah and it did great in the in the the box office do you imagine how much more money would have been made if it was pg-13 and we might have not gotten the great movie but it would have um, made, yeah. Hand it would have made so money. much more movie, yeah. Because, because yeah, you're right. All those, all those just at age kids that can just get into it, and then everyone else that could, uh, you know, cruise in to watch the movie would would do it, and it would just be like that, that thing that everyone was doing. But yeah. So, um, when does the new Hellboy come out? Oh. Talking about, talking about have, you uh, the, have you two seen the trailer for it? Yes. <laughs> I have not. I'm behind. It well, is coming I, out 
Well, don't be behind for too long because it comes out April 12th of this year. Holy cats. That's like creeping right up on us. Yeah. April will be a big month. We got Hellboy starting the month off and then Avengers Endgame at the end of the month. Oh, man, there's way oh, wow. too many things. It's a great time to be alive for nerds right now. Right. And it's horror nerds uh, even. Um, but we got, was it uh, David Harbour playing um, Hellboy? Chief Hopper. Let's Chief go. Hopper, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, only had, thing I'm concerned about in watching the trailer is that parts of it, I felt they were trying to be too funny because David Harbour is like a really funny guy in Stranger Things. Yeah. And I'd hate for them to be like, so funny that they lose like the horrorness of Hellboy as a character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I wonder if that's just what they're giving us um, for the trailer. I'm hoping mm. that's what it is. Um, the old bait and switch. We all think it's a funny movie. <laughs> we go into it for the laugh. We well, come out with the I re- prize. I remember uh, when I wanted to watch Sweeney Todd. I'm yeah. like, the commercials made it seem like it was just straight out a film. Yeah. And then you get there into musical. I'm like, what the? Oh, and I, man, I, still I wasn't like, expecting this and you start singing along with it and it's stuck no yeah head. i love the movie i love yeah, the movie. yeah it's just like i wasn't expecting it to be a musical <laughs> they got you yeah <laughs> all right so uh what else you have on the on the docket let's see stranger things season two if you haven't the biggest news with that is it comes out this summer and new additions to the cast, they've revealed that Carrie Ells um, is going to be the mayor. And for reasons unknown, although I think the three of us could brainstorm, this season is supposed to have a big um, connection to Back to the Future. Mm. So whether that be time travel, <laughs> time travel, or um, the dates lining up for when that movie Back to Future uh, be set and Stranger Things. Interesting. Okay. And it's set in a mall. Hmm. Hmm. Because uh, I've seen those. I've seen, I've seen those hot the dog teasers. and the stick ads. You know, you got Steve working a hot dog and the stick. I think. Yes. <laughs> The dream job of every high school person. Oh, you've made it when you're hot dog. <laughs> yeah, I, it's always the cool kids that work there. I mean, you know, or Orange Julius. I never, you know, they had the hookup. Yeah, they had the hookup. They always did and the cool outfits. So yeah, so and that's that's going to be coming out on July fourth. Mm, happy birthday, America! There you go. What better it's present strange. than this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it can't get stranger than it's already been lately, right? It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, are there anything the two of you are hoping out of like this next season? Oh man, I don't know because the first two seasons were freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know what. I don't even want to try to speculate what's going to be in the coming up here. It, um, yeah, I wonder... it's hard when you you sit there and like like we did before we speculated things. And we're like, oh well, no. <laughs> Well, I wonder if they're gonna they're gonna bring up more of Eleven's um, brothers and sisters. Ah, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. I want them if they do. I want there to be some sort of continuation to her siblings because uh-huh. in season two, I felt like that was the weakest episode when they brought up her sister, and then they had that like uh, awesome sequence with her like Robin and being all punk, but then it just didn't go anywhere. I was like, all right, bye. I- 
I think that was that was because that was an extra episode. They, they mm-hmm. um, I think that they were trying to see if that would work as a as a pilot, sure. as, its own, yeah, okay. as its own takeaway. The Maybe. thing is that there was so much backlash on that episode that I doubt it's going to happen now. And that sucked because that was like I I I can see what you're saying, David. Where it didn't have it didn't have the follow through, but it definitely was like of all the episodes, I really liked that one um, because it was slightly different. And you know, Eleven is such a, a protector, but also sheltered in most of season one and season two. And then she's out on her own and being treated like by her sister as you know, hey, we could do this. And, it's it just had a, a, a different a different feel for me that that I, I wanted to see more of it. I mean the spinoff would be Stranger Things numbers or something like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Stranger Stranger Numbers? <laughs> numbered numbered strangers? Stranger siblings. Stranger siblings, there you go. <laughs> I mean, it definitely has a feel. I mean, like to kick it back way uh way nineties here, uh late nineties, a uh, little dark angel action where you got uh, a group of kids that have these extraordinary powers and stuff like that and you know uh i would i, I definitely love that show so that's why i think like i would be totally if they made a stranger things spinoff that had siblings i would just yep all right i'm checking out for a day i'm gonna watch all this right now <laughs> <laughs> so there's one thing that i that I'd never watched the, the original one, and people are gonna be like, "What? How are you gonna watch the original one?" Is Happy Death Day? Oh, um, and part two coming out, and part two, the preview for part two actually kind of hooked me, so I'm, I'm gonna go back and watch the yeah. original, the original I mean, this, first I'm one. The same boat, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that, that trailer was just like, okay, yeah, I gotta watch this now. I gotta watch the first like, movie. It's like a slasher um, Groundhog Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it was, um they're coming out with a movie like that on Netflix too. Um, it's not gonna call Happy Death Day. I think it's called Russian. Oh yeah, Russian. Um, Russian doll. Yeah, with a girl uh, from um, from Orange Is New Black. Oh yeah, and yeah, that, that looks awesome. It's created by Amy Poehler, so again, like comedians coming to this like scary, almost horror, weird genre. That's cool. This person, I don't know if well, I you've seen the trailer yet, but this person like continually dies in a pretty like messed up way, and is continuing to like try and avoid death every day. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely definitely going to be more like a horror slash comedy. Yeah, um, but it it looks pretty good. I, I want to watch it. That's cool. And it's going to be a TV show. It's so got my endorsement. Episodic. Yeah. Nice. Um, we talked about earlier. Um, like I said, we recorded an episode earlier today, which is not is gonna come out after this episode, but um Clyde Barker's Book of Blood. I'm excited about that. I want to see some some of the stories that he's written that have not made it to the big screen. I, I want him on TV. Um, I would hope that they'd be able to get some sort of rights to be able to do Pinhead on TV, but I, I doubt it. Um, I know sometimes the, the TV the TV rights and the movie rights uh, sometimes can be separate, but I I don't I, I doubt that's going to be the case for this for this particular yeah situation. Definitely would be cool though to see some some like episodic pinhead TV episodes where different things happen with the box and or with people and their experiences and, and stuff. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Even even if it's just the the box. 
yeah people doing it that can you know that can be the thing that ties everything in you know like uh, um, people doing it and they're just giving you a different different nightmare a different story for each person that opens up that box mm-hmm. oh, but, right yeah that, that, would, that would be but again again i don't know if that box has has the film rights to like it only can only appear because uh, they bought the rights to it yeah and, but i can definitely see that it's kind of like um what is it like a needful things kind of thing mm-hmm. someone comes in buys it opens it up and then something happens to them gotcha. um, it can be just a stinger of, of, the, of an opener or something like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right get me in contact with whoever's producing this all right, let's <laughs> right david you're on it to do list i'll be back <laughs> <laughs> um we were gonna do a short episode because we want to make sure um we want just wanted to make sure to to get back on on um in quotation marks on the air on the internet yes. um so let you guys know we're, we're we're still here we're still making episodes we're gonna have a couple of episodes coming up in the, in the next couple of days and then in weeks and uh just let us know how you guys are enjoying if you guys are enjoying the episodes what you guys enjoy what you guys want to see us either look at if you are an indie creator if you have something that's going to be coming out in on kickstarter or, or any crowd um funding or even if it's not crowd crowdfunding if you have Anything that's coming out, you want want us to go ahead and look over it and, and talk and come on the show. That's going to be the easiest and fastest way for us to 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 look over your stuff is if you actually come on the show, um, so we can talk to you about your projects. Where we where we have a um, we'll we'll work some time out to talk to you about it, and uh, you know, keep keep on a year out i'll keep a year out for other stuff that's gonna be happening here in in texas if you are a resident of texas it'll be in texas on march 30th in fort worth uh we will be going to a podcast or i will be i'm not sure greg or, or david will be able to make it but um i will be at a texas podcast meetup uh kind of similar to what we did last year but this time it's going to be a little bigger a little bit more podcasters and hopefully a little bit more horror fans that'll be showing up because most of the podcasts that are being shown up here um are true crime um podcast uh some of the podcasts that'll be showing up are are swindled which is a great podcast guys you can listen to it um true crime fan club podcast all crime no cattle uh lone star law and disorder do you guys definitely go go out um and hear those um a bunch of other podcasts that'll be out there if you ever wanted to go ahead and and um and meet some of these people, I would recommend you guys go out there. Remember to buy our merch. We have shirts and stickers. And I think uh, I think there's coffee mugs out there on, on TeePublic. I'll leave the description on the, in the in the episode. Um, so you guys can go out there and support the podcast. I want to go ahead and thank Greg and David here for being with us again. So help us push out this episode. Yeah. Woo. yeah. All right. Woo. We'll see you guys next week where we'll be um, – well, We'll be releasing the episode we recorded earlier today <laughs> where we talked with John Horsley about the Eins Anthology. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt Podcast.